Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 57 of the Head to Head Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. and his recent comments about the New York Giants, saying he felt underappreciated by the Giants and that he basically put that team on the map in his five years there. He claims he was the only reason they were getting primetime games and they only had one winning season in his five years with the team. This is an interesting argument from Odell because it's accurate because media-wise, he was the only reason we were giving media attention to the New York Giants in his five years there. The only other media story there is Eli Manning and that one time they threatened to bench him and then they didn't. That's what has been the only other big story there, but everything else has been Odell Beckham Jr., Odell Beckham Jr.'s tantrums, Odell Beckham Jr. not getting along with Tom Coughlin, the one winning season with the Giants where they went 11-5 and and lost in the playoff game and he celebrated on a boat. Every other New York Giants story has been about Odell Beckham Jr. But he makes an interesting case about it. And, and I do have the stats here. 390 catches, 44 touchdowns in five years. One playoff appearance, again, with the infamous boat experience. The on-field chaos with Josh Norman, Odell Beckham Jr. was a lot of things. But the number one thing he was, was entertaining. He was one of the most entertaining players in recent football history. The catch, the one-handed catch that people still replay. And again, he talks about that catch like he made it in a Super Bowl. And I think there lies the issue with Odell Beckham Jr., the player, but he's right about the person. He was the only thing making the Giants interesting. The issue with that is he he wasn't helping with the winning either. So I I can see it from both standpoints, but I do think the Giants did do him wrong. And you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of what the Clippers did with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin played basketball a different way than most people. He dunked. Odell Beckham Jr. played wide receiver a very different way than most people. They were both entertaining and also somewhat great, but they weren't helping their teams ultimately get to the promised land. The Giants were never going to win a Super Bowl with Odell Beckham Jr., and the Clippers were never going to go to an NBA Finals with Blake Griffin. And like what the Clippers did with Blake Griffin, they gave, the Giants gave Odell Beckham Jr. a boatload of money and hoped things would get better. And then a year into it, a year into the contract, they trade him away to the Cleveland Browns to play with, with his best friend Jarvis Landry Jr. and to play in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield and try to get his career around. I think you can make this argument that Odell Beckham Jr. is the best receiver in football. I think that argument can be made. But he has not, at this point, helped a team win a massive amount of football games. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, other wide receivers of this era have been on winning football teams. Odell Beckham Jr. had one chance, and he blew it. Again, it was only one chance. I believe in Odell Beckham Jr., the player. And I believe in somewhat of the remarks he's making. I also find it hilarious, Eli Manning's response to Odell Beckham Jr.'s comments where he went on live TV with a bunch of people who are former Giants players. 
the the former center for the Giants and Kurt Warner, the quarterback who was the quarterback there before Eli took over. So Eli Manning, in response, goes on TV with a bunch of guys he knows likes him better than Odell Beckham and says, we've won a few games before. I think both of their answers are wrong. Eli Manning thinks that the Giants are on TV because they win a lot, which they don't anymore. They used to. And Odell Beckham Jr. is right in the fact that he was only on TV because of him. But they're both wrong in the fact that they both know they shouldn't be on TV. They should be trying to win football games. Both parties are wrong in this situation because none of them seem to care that the Giants went five years with the best wide receiver in the game, basically, and won nothing. And neither side is taking blame for that. The Giants are blaming Odell, and Odell is blaming the Giants. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the big issue there. They blew the chance with a -a once-in-a-lifetime type talent. Again, they never got to have Odell Beckham Jr. with a great other wide receiver on the other side, and they never had the defense. It's not all Eli's fault. If you actually look at the numbers, Eli's about 60% completion percentage and about 11 interceptions a year in his time with Odell Beckham Jr. He's not that bad. He's not the same Eli that was clutch, but he was playing with better players. And Odell Beckham Jr. was the best receiver Eli Manning has ever played with. But in their time together, did they ever have a good running game? Did they ever have a good defense? For me, for the both of them to be blaming each other is quite ridiculous because the problem is everything else around them. The dummies that have been their coaches the last five years, the end of the Tom Coughlin era was bad. And the last guy who was their head coach was awful and he went on TV with a bad haircut. And, and their management has been just terribly run team. Odell Beckham Jr. never got to play with the right coach. And maybe Odell Beckham Jr. is right that Eli Manning wasn't at his best. But I think Odell Beckham Jr. knows deep down he could have won something with Eli if the pieces around them were better. And the fact of the matter is they never were. They never had a good running game. They never had a very good defense. And the one offseason where they overpaid for a defense, guess what? They didn't have an offensive line. It seems like when one thing was fixed with the Giants, the next thing went wrong. Yes, Eli Manning is way past his prime. And yes, you can make the case maybe he shouldn't be the quarterback of the Giants any longer. But for Odell Beckham Jr. to really believe that that's the reason the Giants didn't win, I think is ridiculous. And I understand Odell Beckham Jr.'s beef here with the Giants. He was told he's the savior of the team, that he's going to be there way after Eli Manning. This has been happening in sports for years now. Some guy being told they're going to last longer than one guy, and then they're not. Shall I remind you of Dwight Howard and Kobe Bryant? Dwight Howard goes to the Lakers and thinks, when Kobe's gone, this is going to be my team. We've all been there. Jimmy Garoppolo definitely thought he was going to be there long after Tom Brady, and he's not. And these guys are probably not taking this very well. Odell Beckham Jr. is just being a little bit more vocal in his dissatisfaction of not being a New York Giant. Because I think the truth is, Odell Beckham Jr. knows his media's isn't as interesting in Cleveland as it could have been in New York. He's no longer in the biggest city. Yes, he is going to win a lot more football games with Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry as his partner in crime. But the real issue for Odell Beckham Jr. is he is no longer going to be the number one center of attention. 
It's no longer going to be that in Cleveland the same way it was going to be in New York. There's not enough hype there. They don't care as much about football in Cleveland as they do in New York. It's a, it's a good football market in Cleveland. This is not New York City. We're not going to love on you when you're 5 and 11 like we do in New York. And I think his, his point is interesting because if, if it stays the same, we're not going, we're not going to want to see that game anymore, Odell. We're not. And I'll make the Blake Griffin comparison. We're not here for him to be dunking in Detroit and not winning playoff games. We actually need Blake Griffin to win to be interesting again. And we need Odell Beckham Jr. to catch touchdowns in Cleveland and win some actual football games and prove to us once and for all his talent it can help a team win football games there's no doubt about his insane numbers in four years 44 touchdowns in five years 390 catches that's pretty decent he's one of the best he needs to prove he's a winner and, and I just I have doubts whether or not he's going to prove that in Cleveland yes we all know he went to LSU with Jarvis Landry but is he really going to want the, another guy there to catch 80 something balls where his catches are going to be down his touchdowns numbers are going to be down is Odell Beckham Jr. going to prove that he is the ultimate diva receiver is he going to prove the exact opposite that's going to be the most interesting thing because right now it's all great when Baker and Jarvis and him are at press conferences having a great time but when one of them isn't getting the ball in crunch time how is either two guys going to react I think that's another interesting thing of the equation is is this really going to work out is Cleveland the place for Odell Beckham Jr. to go to football Siberia and prove to us he is the best receiver in the game I mean we've seen this with receivers before in their second landing spots not quite working out when Randy Moss left Minnesota for Oakland that didn't quite work out when T.O. left San Francisco for Philadelphia that worked out in the immediate but it didn't work out in the long term this could be that kind of situation where early on the Browns have success but is Odell Beckham Jr. really in the Cleveland Browns long term? Do, does anyone really think he's going to spend the next six or seven years with the Cleveland Browns? Because I have serious doubts about that. I think this could be a T.O. type situation where Odell Beckham Jr. puts up historical type numbers. They win a lot of football games and then he becomes a diva again. I think that's always a scenario here where Odell Beckham Jr., it explodes on him the type of fame that he is after. And I think that not enough people talk about that. The type of fame he is after is more than just being the guy who catches a lot of footballs. He wants to be interesting. And that can come at a price to winning. In a lot of instances, that can come to a huge price of winning football games. For instance, that, that, that arg, that, that like, that, that Josh Norman thing was great for fans. That was the most interesting thing that we we talked about all week long. Did that benefit the New York Giants at all? If he does something similar with the Cleveland Browns, is that benefiting the teams he's on? And his his tantrums off the on the field after the plays is that's like Des Bryant. Like, does that help the Cowboys at all? Does that help the team that Odell Beckham Jr. is on at all? I just question Odell Beckham Jr.'s willingness to help his team out. And now he's in a situation where he's going to feel bigger than the team. I think Odell Beckham Jr. always knew he was never going to be bigger than the New York Giants. He can say that he got their Monday Night Football games, but he knows they've won Super Bowls. With a team like Cleveland, they haven't had recent success. They're not known as one of the stalwart franchises in the NFL. I think he will now view himself as bigger 
than the Cleveland Browns. And that can be a dangerous situation when a guy is going to pick himself over the franchise. I, I think he's looking around this league and he's looking at guys like Antonio Brown like, I can control this situation. And I don't know if that's going to help out the Cleveland Browns at all. Yes, it, it looks all great now. He's playing with Baker. He's playing with Jarvis Landry. But in the end, is this going to work out for both parties? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the Cleveland Browns are going to end up winning a Super Bowl with this trio. And I think it could really blow up in their face. Again, it's a, it's a risk the Cleveland Browns had to make. But this kind of comment, especially, it's not good to start out this way in spite of your other team. It's just not good. It looks bad on the current team. He's still focusing his rage on the Giants. I don't think it's good for morale on his new team for him to be against the Giants so much because it's going to be his thought. And it's going about, it's going to be me, me, me instead of us, us, us. And in football, that's not quite the formula. That's a winning formula. I'm not, I, I don't like the Odell Beckham Jr. is selfish thing all the time. I don't. But he is a diva wide receiver. And I think he worships other diva wide receivers. I think he wants to be like Chad Ochocinco. I think he wants to be like T.O. We've seen this time and time again with receivers. It's a different kind of position, and it's a different kind of fame. And I think he wants the Josh Norman type situations. He wants to be in the spotlight, and that doesn't always benefit winning in the teams that you're on. I also think the anti-Eli stance Odell has taken is not a good look for the quarterbacks he's playing with because it's love you one day and then when you're not playing I saw this time and time again with Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler who played together in two teams they play together on the Bears and they play together on the Broncos one minute Brandon Marshall loves them the next minute he hates Jay Cutler I don't think that's good for your football team and that's T.O. like with Jeff Garcia or Donovan McNabb. It's not good to have a volatile quarterback wide receiver relationship. Now, Odell Beckham Jr. has only done this once. If it's a one-time deal, it's fine. But if he ends up hating Baker Mayfield in the same way he definitely hates Eli Manning, then that's just a reputation that's not going to help you win football games. Again, the talent might help you get as far as the Super Bowl. But if you're not friends you don't even like your quarterback it's just and if you're destroying him in public like when Brandon Marshall destroyed Jay Cutler in public I thought that was stupid and I find it stupid when you do that I love him I think he's the best and then when you're not playing with him oh he's awful if Odell Beckham Jr. really thought he was all Eli Manning was awful he should have just kept it to himself because it's not good for his playing career to be thought of as the guy who destroys his quarterbacks after playing with them Odell Beckham Jr. just needs to let the Giants go. He needs to let those five years just go away. It was it was chaos. It didn't lead to winning. He was pulling temper tantrums. He was the best player on the field. There's no doubt about that. He's right in what he's saying. I just don't think it should be said. It doesn't matter that they, you got them primetime games. and They did give him the money, but they didn't keep him. I mean, that's their right as a sports team. I just think he's up in a bunch of stuff that's not going to be beneficial for him to be up in. I, I don't. I don't think he should be looking at the past. I think it should all be about his relationship with Baker Mayfield and his relationship with Jarvis Landry and trying to make this work and trying to win football games because that's the only way Giants fans and Giants organization are going to regret letting Odell Beckham Jr. go. If they see that guy win a Super Bowl with that team, they will be like, wow, 
we really should have made this work out. But if Odell Beckham Jr. goes to the Cleveland Browns, and after a few years it blows up in the Browns' faces, the Giants and their organization and their fans will know the truth that they made the right decision because, look, he's doing it to them, he did it to us, and he's two for two in blowing up these teams. So the only way for Odell to make his bad reputation go away with the Giants and with their fans and with Browns fans is to make this work. That's what this should be about, not what happened. Too much of what athletes are going through in these situations is trying to get back at their former teams. But again, I make the Blake Griffin analogy. If Blake Griffin wins in Detroit, guess what? The Clippers will regret not him not being a lifetime Clipper. But too much of what Blake Griffin's going through is thinking about, wow, the Clippers said I was going to be a lifetime and get my own number retired, and he's mad. And Odell Beckham Jr. feels the same way. He thought he was going to be the next legendary giant. He thought he was going to get a chance to play with someone other than Eli Manning, and he was never given that chance. And it probably looks like Odell probably would have put up better numbers if he were playing with the Tom Brady's, if he were playing with the Drew Brees or the Aaron Rodgers, if they had just drafted a quarterback instead of draft Saquon Barkley. That's probably what Odell Beckham Jr. is thinking about all the time. Well, guess what? He shouldn't be thinking about it. He should be moving on with his game. He is one of the best receivers I have ever seen talent-wise. He can be as good as Randy Moss. He will have a career like Terrell Owens, but what he can do that they didn't do is try to win a Super Bowl, and then he will be looked at as better than those guys, because as great as those guys are, they were chaotic, and he's chaotic. He can be a Hall of Famer. He can get all the stats. Odell Beckham Jr., is probably on the Hall of Fame path. But what he can do differently than those guys in particular is win the big game. Because once you win the big game, you prove you're a winner and you just need to calm down. You can be the diva wide receiver. You could be more in the Michael Irvin's category instead of the T.O., Randy Moss, Chad Ojosinko, stats, stats, stats. They're great. I love Randy Moss. I love T.O. They're great players. Odell Beckham Jr. should and could be bigger than them if he proves he can be a winner, something they're not. Sometimes the chaos needs to go down. It's entertaining. We want to see Odell go up against Josh Norman. We want to see Odell Beckham Jr. explode on the field in anger. We do. It's entertaining. But it's not good for the player all the time. This is a second chance. These comments are right, but it's not the right time to be doing them. He needs to calm down because even though he's right, it's not the time to be saying that. Think about the Browns. Think about the fact you have a rookie head coach who needs to win football games. He was your interim coach. You haven't played for this team. Jarvis Landry had a good year. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. They could have been a playoff team. You're their big acquisition. Don't be thinking about just the Giants. Blow them up on the field. Then we'll talk about it. Get three touchdowns against the Giants in a game. We'll talk about it. The Giants got rid of you. You're not the next Giant great. You're not getting your number retired by the Giants. You are not the legacy play here. But you can repair your legacy with the Cleveland Browns. And that is what Odell Beckham Jr. should be concentrating on. Because I think if he can win a Super Bowl or two, he would be thought of as one of the best wide receivers of all time especially if he does it in a place that has never won big in recent memory like the Cleveland Browns. He could be that next generational athlete, and that's exactly what he wants. He, why can't he equate the winning to that? 
It just doesn't make sense. All the off the field stuff doesn't matter. If you win, you will be remembered as one of the all time greats and you will get the media attention you think you so ritually deserve. I'm rooting for Odell Beckham Jr. I think these comments were stupid, but I also think they were somewhat accurate. But what I find disturbing in both of them, he's wrong and Eli's wrong. It was about the winning. It's not about your stupid Monday Night Football games. It's not about the fact that you won a few Super Bowls before that. In the five years where a Hall of Famer in Eli, he's a Hall of Famer, and a Hall of Famer and Odell Beckham Jr. were together, the Giants won absolutely nothing. That's what's scary, and it's neither one of them fault. It's what was built around them. I'm rooting for Odell Beckham Jr. because I think he's a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent. And what he does with the Browns is going to make or break his legacy, not what has happened in the five years with the Giants. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And hey, check out my other podcast on the Shatter Podcast Network, Pop Culture Spotlight, where I talk about movies and TV shows and actors that I watch, like, and admire. Please Tune into that and please tune into this and rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening.